Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beach Vakila Shari Tshuva podcast. We continue in Shar Aleph in the first gate of the Shari Tshuva, and we are up to Ot Nun Aleph, the 51st section of Shar Aleph. We've completed our discussion on the 20 Ikarea Tshuva, the 20 fundamental principles of Tshuva. We even reviewed what all of them were, and now we're ready to make a push toward the end of Shar Aleph. Here, Rabbeinu Yonah says, We've completed our discussion on the principles of Tshuva. So now pay close attention attention to think about things which could, God forbid, prevent tshuva. They could stand in the way of tshuva. Ritzoni Lomar, what do I mean by this? Says Rabbi kasha. In general, tshuva is attainable. Tshuva is not necessarily something which is so difficult. Sometimes we play that out, play that out in our minds. We say it's way too difficult, but Rabbi Yonah says it's not difficult. But if you engage in one of these things that we're about to list, so that will make your tshuva very, very difficult. And im mehem, if you've stumbled, if you made a mistake in one of these areas, again, that will list one of these 24 things. So then, chazak lishboch siach. So strengthen and fortify yourself to pour out your heart in entreaties to Hashem, beherev tefillah v'tachnurim, and increase your prayers and supplications. Ve'ezor chayel l'kayen, and gird yourself with courage to fulfill all the fundamental principles of tshuva. And then on top of the 20 Ikari Tshuva, you're going to add other ways of Tshuva, other things that a person can do in the Tshuva process, which will be discussed, God willing, in Shardalad in the fourth gate. And by virtue of all these efforts, then you'll find grace and you'll be granted mercy. So a typical sin, we've gone through the 20 Ikari Tshuva, that's what you have to do. If you're going to violate one of the sins that we're about to talk about, so then it's going to take a lot more work. It's going to require a full Shiva process, all the 20 steps, along with much, much more. Okay? And we'll elaborate upon that, like we said in Shardalid. Good. So, what are these different things? I'll now mention to you that which our rabbis have taught about the subject. Tell us, and he says, you can look in the riff in Yoma and Dav Vav Amud Aleph, Esrim Varbaad Varim Tshuva, that there are 24 things that stand in the way of Tshuva, that, that, that God forbid could prevent Tshuva, and these are they. Number one, Rechilut Vilashon Hara, Rechilut in Lashon Hara, speaking negatively about your friend, Rechilut is specifically speaking negatively, uh, you know, telling a friend that someone said or did something to that friend, right? So causing two other people to fight, and Lashon Hara is just speaking negatively in general. Number Number two, Balchema, having an angry disposition. Number three, occupying uh, one's mind with evil thoughts, thoughts about sin. Associating with wicked, a wicked person or wicked people. Number five, regularly sharing in another person's meal when it's insufficient for the host themselves. Right? It, it could be, God forbid, a low form of stealing if you know that this person can't afford to give you whatever they're giving you. So that would be particularly bad. Gazing at Arayot, looking at inappropriate uh, sexual imagery. Vacholik im ganav. Dividing uh, loot with a thief, meaning like, uh, let's say, buying stolen goods. Number eight, a person who says, I will sin and then I will do tshuva, meaning they, they just, they're relying on tshuva to get them out of the problem so that they go ahead and they can sin. That would be bad news. The Mishnah in Masachat Yom and the Sadaf, Pei Hei Amabet tells us, that a person who says, I'll sin and then I'll repent, so he's not provided the opportunity to repent. That's bad news. 
If they say, oh, I'll sin and Yom Kippur will take care of it, it will provide atonement with, for me. Ain Yom Kippur Mechaper, Yom Kippur will not provide atonement for his sins. Good. Number nine, a person who derives honor from the shame of one's fellow. Number 10, separating oneself from the community. Number 11, degrading one's parents. Number 12, uh, degrading one's teachers. Uh, number 13, cursing the public. Number 14, preventing the public from performing a mitzvah. Number 15, steering one's fellow from uh, the path of the good onto the path of evil, causing other people to sin. Number 16, making personal use of a poor person's security, right? Uh, their collateral, right? It's one thing if you have to take the collateral, but it doesn't mean you have to go and you have to use it, right? This maybe doesn't affect us on a day-to-day level, but something to keep in mind. Number 17, accepting a bribe with the intention of, you know, uh, changing or slanting the judgment of the other judges of the court. Number 18, finding a lost article and failing to return it to its owner. Number 19, seeing uh, one's child adopt evil ways, going down a bad path, and failing to rebuke them, failing to put them on the proper path as best they can. Number 20, eating the plunder of poor people, of orphans, or of widows. Again, taking advantage of them financially. Number 21, arguing against the teachings of Torah scholars. Of course, doing this in a way which is inappropriate, not doing it in a way which is, you know, in the Beit Midrash that certainly would be uh, permissible, uh, number 22, looking with suspicion on innocent people, right? Not giving people the benefit of the doubt, assuming that they are guilty. A person who hates getting rebuke, who doesn't want to listen to uh, people who are trying to uh, help them improve themselves. And number 24, a person who belittles or mocks or scorns the mitzvot. So those are all 24 steps that will make your tshuva much more difficult. You will not be able to rely on the typical ikari tshuva. You're going to require typical ikari tshuva all 20 of those steps, which are very thorough already, then you're going to need additional tefilot tachnunim, additional supplications, and then the many other additional steps, which God willing will lay out in Shar Dalit. Those are the 24 things. And obviously, we could probably go into each and every one of those uh, for days and days on end. But Rabbi Niyona just gives us the list, something to keep in the back of our minds. But with this, we conclude and not only uh, Ot Nun Aleph and Nun Bet. I didn't mention that we had started Ot Nun Bet, section number 52. But we really conclude all of Shar Aleph. We have finished the first shower, the first gate of the Shari Tshuva, and we should all be very proud of our accomplishments, and now we have to take all of it that we learned and make sure that we apply it to our Tshuva.